This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hi, and welcome to OT3, the fandom podcast. I'm your host today, Steffi, and we're talking about some time-traveling shenanigans with Doctor Who. Ow, ow. With me, I have Ashley. Hello. What's up? Hello. And Sarah Weems. Yes, hi, it's me. I'm trying to find a fan art music video from my childhood because Ashley and Steffi and Jaren are making fun of me. <laughs> Look, Sarah just comes up with new ways she found no, fan fiction. No, that's how I found fan fiction. Go back to any of our old podcasts. We're off to a great start, everybody. I found fan fiction via Iran and Hermione Ordinary Day Vanessa Carlton <laughs> video. Why do you keep on adding details? The like, details are already there! Did I you know that time. Sarah was wearing Converse at the time? And Converse For the reasons why she found fan fiction. Yeah. Also ate Cheerios. At the <laughs> and if it wasn't for the Cheerios, she yeah. would never have found No, right. here's the thing is, I could just say, I said the basic trick originally, and then Jaren <laughs> brings up Vanessa Carlton today, and he goes, I don't know if she had any other songs that was famous, and I go, Psh, the Ordinary Day. <laughs> And he goes, what? And I go, well, yeah, you don't like the, the, and they just, I hate my life. This is, this is where we're at. This, this is where we're at. at. Let's talk about some Doctor Who. All, All right. right. Let's get started. What do y'all know about Doctor Who starting with Ashley? Um, So I started watching da- Doctor Who, sorry, with uh, Matt Smith. Oh. And I know that that's really weird. Um, Usually people start with uh, David Tennant or a little bit before that, but basically, uh, Matt Smith was just the time I started and it was he was the rock star doctor and I was like, dude, Doctor Who is awesome. Did you ever go back? Um, I did watch the David okay. Tennant series afterwards um, just because, you know, it was just like these are these are happening now. I want right. to watch the now. Uh, it's not as strange as you think because everyone has their own doctor and the Matt Smith one was fairly popular. Matt so. Smith was like peak nerdum and like we're like more acceptable nerdum, like hot topic every like. Matt Smith and so I feel like a lot of people attribute him as their doctor where like not a lot of people have Eccleston as their doctor unfortunately if you don't know what the hell we're talking about I will explain that yes (laughs) where I David Tennant's my doctor Uh and it has no relation to his impact to him being in Harry Potter I just needed to say that oh okay 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 so actually uh my doctor is both nine and ten and a little bit of eight so. <laughs> oh, I've never dabbled in eight. Okay, so uh, what it is, is Doctor Who is uh, from Wikipedia, so just to get that out of the way. Doctor Who is a British sci-fi fiction television program broadcast by the BBC since 1963. The program depicts the adventures of a time lord called the Doctor, an extraterrestrial being who appears to be human. The Doctor explores the universe in a time-traveling spaceship called the TARDIS. Ow, and- ow. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's start off what we're talking about. So um, one of like this show is old. I want to express it is really old. Mm -hmm. We're almost at 60 years with this show. It first appeared in 1963. Okay, got that right. Yeah, 1963. Uh, Do you guys know anything about the earlier seasons of Doctor Who, the show when it started, anything like that? So I actually do. For two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, I was very, very into Doctor Who at one point in my life. Right. To the point where, like, I had an emotional breakdown once because of it. Oh. As we all do. Um, all right. Doctor Who was the adjacent factor, but it was a factor in Did the equation. Did it get you into fan fiction? No. <laughs> it did not. I've not read a lot of Harry... I mean, um, I've, not, I've not read a lot of Doctor Who fan fiction, which is something we've talked about yeah. because... 
I can't really share it. But um, what I was going to say is uh, I did like kind of look into it a little bit at that time. I tried to watch like the stuff that was on Netflix at that time. And like I kind of know like the history of how like not a lot of the original doctors footage is around anymore. But uh, basically uh, a lot of the original doctors, because as Steffi said, there's like one through what, 14 now? We're, we're all, we dated so the technically 15? there's going to be 14 doctors, but there uh, are we counting John Hurt? There's more than just John Hurt. Oh, fuck. Um, which we'll explain later. There's OK. There's, so one of the things about this is, like I said, 60 years worth of content. Yeah. So I've had to try my best to pick some of my favorite things. This is not going to be an easy episode for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what I was saying is, um, so because BB, Doctor Who, there's a really, really fun documentary on it. If uh-huh. you haven't seen it, it's it's not even like a documentary. It's one of those like real life retelling documentaries types of situation. Right. Uh, I know a lot about Doctor Who because of that. Like it's, okay. it was um, fun, like film facts. It was, I think, BBC's first ever show being produced by a woman. Um, so that's like really cool. And because of that, though, it wasn't giving a lot of respect. Uh, again, oh, am I wrong? Directed? It, it, what is it? it? Oh, so, um, you know what? Let's go ahead and talk about this first because I did want to talk uh, about wait. one. Okay, yes, sir. Go into it. And then, Ashley, we need to go back to her. Sorry, I ruined it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting the weirdest deja vu. The woman producer you're talking about is Verity Lambert. Uh, if you're familiar with anything that I do, uh, you may recognize the name Verity, and this is where I got it from. Oh. Yeah. So um, what I have here Wasn't is- Wasn't that like one of your like D&D names? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Oh my God. I've been trying to figure out a way to use it in a story, and it just fit for my D&D character. All right, yeah. yeah that was great. So yeah, uh, during this time, there weren't really many women producers, which is funny because all three of us are producers. So yeah, there wasn't that many female producers uh, around that time. And when she was appointed uh, as a producer, uh, she was uh, the, let me see right here, the BBC's television's only female drama producer, as well as the youngest. Wow. Yeah. So uh, there's actually um, a like drama, like made for TV movie about it called An Adventure in uh, Space and Time. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's not a documentary. It was a. Dramatization. That's what I said. I said it's like the real oh. life retelling. I didn't say documentary. Oh. I, I thought you I, said documentary. My bad. I did originally, but then I go, <laughs> but I don't remember what it's called when it's real life. An adventure in t- uh, space and time. That's what I'm and, talking about. Yeah. So Verity was, you know, one of the few uh, female producers. They, uh, she wasn't actually the first choice, but the other people were like, we don't want this show. Yeah. No and- one wanted it. They <laughs> thought it was a trash pile. Like everybody thought that Doctor Who was going to fail. Yeah. They expected 13 episodes and that was it. And look at us, 60 years later. Yeah, but (laughs) before you go into that more, what I was saying is basically originally because everybody had such little faith of this show and especially of like where we were were in production back in the day, they taped over the original Doctor Who episodes. So a little bit, a little bit. Go ahead. So uh, during that time, we, you know, everything is analog. Uh, This is something I actually knew about years before like the documentary because I went down my rabbit hole years ago. But basically, uh, they would just tape over old stuff. They didn't really care about it. They just saw, oh, we can just use these tapes. We'll just use them. And they would tape over them or just toss them out to, say, uh, to you know, make room. Because, once again, everything is physical. It takes up space. And old tapes, fucking huge. My post-production producer heart is like, <laughs> Yeah, they threw. That's why That's so, why you don't have a well, lot of the original. Do- I think there's, like, only, like, what, like, I knew they did that. Doctor it's just One. Wild. No, no, no. There's a lot more. There's actually. Let me hold up. Well, maybe it's. I'm just thinking about what was on you, Netflix you, when I was a kid. Um. So there is still a lot of older stuff. It's just that I think that was the fourth Doctor or the third Doctor 
where a lot of his season was missing. Fourth is too loved for it to be his, I don't think. I'm pretty sure then it's three. But one yeah. of them, it's like a lot of their season is missing. But here's the thing. Uh, because of fans and things, people were able to find like recordings and things like that. So some were able to be saved. Uh, there's like books of some of the scripts. So there's ways to at least enjoy some of that missing stuff. But there's no like yeah. original copies. Um, But Ashley, I think you had a question that I answered that we dived into but i think ashley also had an answer to that question what was the original question i don't know okay well I oh think... what do you know about it okay all oh, i yeah. know the original doctors um, oh, yeah. so i basically kind of know similar to what you guys are talking about i mean i've never i've seen clips of the old stuff you mm-hmm. know i wanted to check out some of the old special effects which are pretty hilarious the writing is Bad. still funny but you know yeah the budget was small um, and then there was a break. I know there was a break between kind of like modern Doctor Who and like older Doctor Who. And yeah. So there's like a, there's a, like a bit of a, a change in theme. And that's kind of like, or not a change in theme, a, t- a change in tone a little bit. Um, but that's pretty much all I really know about the old okay. stuff. I think that's like something you said there, like hit something for me, which is like, um, oh, I don't know. I don't even remember. Just continue. Okay, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> I had a thought process in it. Oops. So, yeah, like I said, this is old. It was first in black and white. Um, the first Doctor was William Hartnell. And uh, we keep on saying first Doctor, second Doctor, 9, 10, 13, whatever. What does that mean? Basically, um, they wanted the show con- to continue because it was a hit. Like, it was a hit. So what they decided to continue the show is that the Doctor, who is already established as an alien, can regenerate. And so they meet these rules where when um, he dies or something, and if he has enough time, he can regenerate into a new body. So his mannerisms and all that change, but essentially he's still the doctor. You know, he still cares about people. Yeah. He still tries to save the day. It's kind of more like his heart is the same, yeah. but like everything else is different. Like there's a lot of really fun things whenever he mm-hmm. transitions where it's like uh, personality changes. Personalities where he's like, do I like apples? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be a ginger? And then, like, that's, like, a big thing with, like, the Matt Smith thing with, like, the, the fish sticks and um mm-hmm. Yeah, fish custard. sticks and custard. Yeah, so, like, every doctor is a little bit different, but essentially still the same character. And Sarah? I was going to say that uh, Steffi mentioned it before, and I kind of mentioned it. Adventures of Time and Space, if you have any interest in production or Doctor Who, you need to watch that. I cried like a little fucking bitch. I remember it so intently in my being. And like the reason they wrote in the regenerization because the first doctor was getting dementia, wasn't it? He was getting really sick and he, he was, was old to begin. Uh, yeah. I don't mean that in a mean way. He was just elderly and it was getting too much. And but the show was still successful. And mm-hmm. so they wrote this in and like there's this whole bit in the show where he is just so sad of the concept of not being the doctor anymore. And it just like wrecks you. So highly recommend that. I just wanted to say that. Okay, continue. Um, let's talk about some of the uh, stuff before before we get into like all the characters, the regenerations, and all that. Do you know what major event happened the same week uh, the show premiered? John F. Kennedy. You got it. Assassination. Boo? The day before the show. I just pulled like whoa. <laughs> I think they brought it up in that uh, documentary. Show. Yeah. No, they did, but it was just like one of those where I was like. Didn't know I remembered that. I actually, it was supposed to be my intro, but we kind of trailed off because I wanted to do, let's start off with a bang. It aired after the day. (laughs) That's a bad pun. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So yeah, um, so the day before the show aired, the assassination of John F. Kennedy happened. And basically this was all that was on. Mm -hmm. The news coverage, because it, yeah, this is fucking wild. It's a huge event. 
this is one of those events that you know where you were when it happened type mm-hmm. thing. Um, because of that, the following day, news broadcasts all over the world, and especially even the UK, you know, where this uh, Doctor Who takes place and is uh, created, um, news was being, like, um, going on longer than it should. Uh, these reports were going on for day and night trying to cover this. And so, you know, regular TV was getting kind of pushed and pushed and pushed. So what they did is the following week when people were ready to start watching regular content, they re-aired that first episode and then played the second episode. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that probably really helps like save that show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember it's, again, Adventure of Time and Space. Highly recommend it, but it it was so well done. And I, like, Steffi, I forgot this fucking thing existed until like this moment. I was like, oh. <gasps> no, that is like a core memory for me. That is. The, yeah, no, I, I, apparently it is for me too. <laughs> <laughs> But like, because I remember, like, there's this scene of the girl who plays the producer, because like she's kind of portrayed as the main character, yeah, one Verity. of the main characters in the show, Verity. And um, it's the first episode happens, no one watches it because JFK. Second episode airs, and she still thinks it's gonna fail and it wasn't gonna go anywhere. And then she gets on the bus the next morning, and there's kids pretending to be dialects. <laughs> and it's just like it's her being like, "Holy shit, do we have something here?" And then and it just did. it blowing up. Yeah, there. that's the thing. It was a huge hit. It was supposed to be a show, a sci-fi show that, you know, they jump back into historical things, but also future things and go on adventures. Uh, the problem is there was a lot of some pushback because it was too gory mm. <laughs> for like kids, but kids loved it. And um, what was that phrase? It's like hiding behind the couch or something. So what they did is um, they tried to edit it in a way that kids would still be able to watch it. Uh, one of the things, or the reasons why the Daleks, and if you don't know what the Daleks are, they're like these big metal robots. You've probably seen a picture of them before, but you were just like, what the fuck is that? Uh, yeah. People call them like pepper shakers or something. <laughs> yeah. But they're big, bulky things. And they were originally supposed to be like these gory alien monsters. And like the sensors were like, no, you cannot do that. And so they just, the in like later and later use, you actually see what the dialect look like. Yeah, you, and the robot thing is their suit. Yeah, so... And that's, that was a really cool way of dealing with that. And now the Daleks have been one of the main enemies for Doctor Who for Which is also super funny because it, they haven't changed design. No. They still well, look like they, they did. Yeah, they have made a... My favorite one is what we call the Apple Daleks. The, the red Daleks. One? It was like there was a rainbow of color different oh, Daleks yep. in mm-hmm. one of the episodes. That was the Clarice time? Clarice? What's her name? Claire? The girl that I, I don't like her. I stopped watching because of her. Like, no Clara? joke. Clara. I, th- I, like... I think this is Amy Pond, actually. It might have been, but I thought the dialects were a really big thing in Clara's story. Uh, all, they're a big thing in all of them, Sarah. Yeah, but, like, her story <laughs> more so. I feel like they're always in there, though. No, they're always there. Like, But, like, it's like... I, I, it's like, I feel like Donna didn't deal with the dialects very much. I mean... I don't know. He did. Um, (laughs) Like an episode of seasons one thing where it's like compared to like, when I think of Rory and uh, Amy, I think of the silence. Like I I don't think of the silence more than the Daleks, but. All right. We're just dropping insanity for those who have no idea what Doctor Who is. I'm so sorry. Let's, 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 let's talk about, let's talk about the plot. Let's talk about the characters. So the doctor, like I said, he's an alien from the planet Califrey. Um, he, that's how you Gallifrey. say Gallifrey. Okay, I was Sorry. like, that's an interesting way to pronounce that <laughs> Gallifrey. word. Gallifrey. Uh, Gallif- from Gallifrey. Gallifrey. Now I can't say it. I hate this show. I love Gallifrey. <laughs> See? You did this See? to me. So anyways, um, oh, he is an alien oh, and he can regenerate. Oh, uh, Here's 
the thing. Uh, I don't think any of you have seen the more recent content, right? I have not seen our wonderful, yeah. lovely lady doctor who oh, apparently is uh, a little her. bit uh, rainbow and they may <laughs> uh, kill a gay. They might bury a gay. We don't know yet, but we'll they see. don't know yet, but they have they've already announced the next doctor and there's no way they're going to get a like. Wait, uh, they haven't announced the next doctor. Yeah, they have. No, you said you, they didn't. No, I said they have. So, you know, she's going to be out soon. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, inevitably, they're kind of burying their gaze. Not exactly. The character's still there. It's still the doctor. True. And, and the doctor has kissed dudes as a dude. Yeah. No, you're right. I guess you're right. It's just it's a different person, though. It's like the same way. Like, I don't mm. the way that nine loved Rose is a different so, way. Than anyways, let's ten talk about the doctor. Loved Rose. Let's, let's go back to my episode. So go ahead. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So the doctor, alien, can regenerate. Yeah. Here's the thing. When you regenerate, this has kind of been like oh, some of the drama is basically that, oh, the doctor should be, only be able to turn into a white dude. And that's not the case. He can change. They can change. He or she, depending on what he wants, uh, <laughs> uh, can change it to anything. So now we've had women doctors. We have uh different races and all that and it's so fucking fantastic that they'll finally do that for the longest time it was just white dudes yeah and um, older white dudes. what is it so the newest doctor that's announced is uh the uh, what is his name um i he have is, he, he's in um uh, sarah, sex education yeah sarah i'm ahead of the schedule yeah let me talk <laughs> sorry <laughs> what did i say we're gonna get to things i, I just forgot i like doctor who this much i promise i promise i'm just gonna cover as much okay. as i can I'm back. not saying a word oh my god ah, i love you okay i don't even know where i was anymore it's okay Sammy. just go back to one of the points and we'll come okay back you're talking about the characters doctor who can change his shape or whatever um, so, yeah, this is the main reason the show has lasted as long as it has. Uh, the next important thing are the companions. So, you want to say something, don't you? No, I'm just sitting away from my <laughs> mic, so I'm not tempted. Go ahead. Continue. So, yeah, there are some things that are very common throughout the whole series. The Doctor, the TARDIS, which is his ship, and the companions. Okay, so the companions are originally start with his granddaughter and two of her teachers. Um, and they go on adventures and things like that. And then, you know, uh, once they're ready to leave, he gets new companions. Uh, the thing is, something that the modern Doctor Who did is that you get to learn more about the life of these people. Because before, you didn't really get a whole lot depth of them. They, you know, they would do stuff with the Doctor. They would die or get stuck somewhere or just leave. But now we get more emotional, like, depth of them, like... With uh, Rose Tyler, who's one of the more popular companions of the day. Mm -hmm. And these are usually just humans from the UK. <laughs> uh, but sometimes there's aliens or other time travelers and things like that. Question, Sarah. I have a question, but I feel like it's the only question you're going to ask us. Go for it. Who's your favorite companion? Oh, that's a good question. I wasn't going to ask that. Oh, really? I have so many opinions. So that's why I want to know. For it. <laughs> I mean... I personally am such a fan of Amy Pond mm -hmm. and Rory and then also River Song mm -hmm. and like that whole bit. So <laughs> fucking good. Like that's the best. That's the best we got. Like the beginning, how you meet them, the end of how they go out, like beautiful. And also okay. I, I love River Song and the Doctor. Everything I that do. is River Song and the Doctor, I just want to cry over because it's so beautiful. I have some issues with it, but I do love it. 
Interesting. All right, <laughs> Ashley. Um, I'll be real honest. I also really liked Amy Pons, like uh-huh. as a you know starting off with a kid and then going on, and you see her life. I felt like that was like one of the first times I'd ever seen like a character's life, you know, <laughs> from child to adult to marriage to marriage issues. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was. I was like, wow, we're really going into Amy's life here. Uh, yeah, I really also, love that. So Rory being the centaurian. And Rory is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. So, so uh, there's this whole like side plot at some point where basically they're in the past and Amy gets put into a box and will have to be there for centuries. And Rory gets turned into a robot and then takes care of her despite the fact that he does not see her for centuries and it is just so it's like exactly a thousand years or something. Beautiful. Yeah. I love I like, it oh so I much. I was like, I need love like that. Okay. Um, let's actually, no, you didn't answer your oh, question. Donna. Donna Noble's my favorite. Oh, Donna. Okay, Donna's pretty that. damn so great. Good. Donna is so, so fun. So um, let's actually talk a little bit more about some other companions that we didn't mention. Like one of them is Sarah Jane. She was one of the yeah. older. I don't, want, I don't like saying older, but she was uh, pre-who and new-who. So that's what we're going to say. Pre-who and new-who. Free is the older stuff. New Who is the soft relaunch of it all. I feel like those should be like drinks. <laughs> new it could who, be. New Who. So Sarah Jane <laughs> was a companion in uh, Pre Who, and she came. She had a dog. <laughs> a robot dog. It was a dog. Um, so she came back to uh, the New Who, and it was really exciting to see this old character come back and join on the adventures. And so they made the Sarah Jane Adventures. Um, unfortunately, they could not finish the series uh, because she passed away, and I was emotionally devastated for months because of that. I never got into the Sarah Jane Chronicles, but I did adventures. Get, adventures, but I did get into uh, Torchwood. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about Torchwood too. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is a little all over the place, and I apologize. It's my fault, one hundred percent. If anybody feels this over the place, tell it. Just blame me. Um, Come at me. But yeah, uh, so the Sarah Jane Adventures was a more definitely geared more towards children. So basically, uh, the way it's seen as Doctor Who is the perfect middle ground of adult and children entertainment, whereas uh, Sarah Jane was definitely for more kids. Torchwood was definitely more for adults. Extremely more for adults. Mm-hmm. The thing is, um, oh my God, my blanking at his stupid name. Uh, Jack Hart. Jack Harkness, thank you. Fun fact, nothing to do with Doctor Who, kind of. Jack Hartness went to my high school math teacher's same college, and I have his high school senior year p- picture. Oh, I did not know That's, that. That is, a, that is a random fact. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Let me find it. The thing is, Jack Hartness was such a fan, car- a fan favorite character that they actually made uh, some edited versions of Torchwood so that kids could watch it. Oh. Uh, because it is, again, a little bit more... Oh, um, John Barrowman. John Barrowman. Well, look at him. Oh, what a cutie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He pulled that up so fast. I have every single photo I've ever taken since 2013. So, yes. <laughs> do you want to see the picture? <laughs> do you, Wait. Do you think Sarah's a little hyper than usual? Uh, that's the vibe I'm getting. Wait, do you I, drink I'm, a Red Bull? I did not, but I am drinking <laughs> soda. I'm like, like do you feel like you're... Like, have so Wait, much more energy the, than you did like an hour ago. But I guess what that. the best thing is the photo that's right next to it is this. The th- photo that people can't see because no. this is an audio Describe podcast. It. Describe it. What is it? I'm not going to talk about it's it. It's Matt Smith as a GIF going, Hate is going to hate. Sharon, <laughs> can you just mute Sarah? No. Okay, continue. <laughs> the way Sharon just moved to do it. Thank you, Don't Darren. do that to me, Sharon. <laughs> Sharon! 
focus oh my god we have so much to cover and not a lot of time so yeah we have the sarah (laughs) you are a toddler right now i don't know what happens (laughs) okay continue oh my god go ahead okay okay uh so we have torture the sarah jane adventures and doctor who we also have i want to say like how big this was there are audiobooks. There are, um, it's called Big Finish, where they have stories that are just audio only. So you can have, you can Fan get it on scenes. Vi- you can get it on vinyl. You can get it on tape. You can get it on CDs. They have books. They have comic books. If there is a medium, there's probably a Doctor Who version of it. Um, it was fucking huge with the resurgence. I mean, it was huge before that, but especially with the resurgence. I think it, it, that's when it really got like worldwide fame. How long did they take off? Like how long was the break? Sixteen years. Wow. Yeah, I made sure I, I knew that before. I was sixteen <laughs> years. Why did it take such a big break? Um, many different reasons. Uh, from what I could take uh, tell is that the popularity of the show was starting to die down. The ratings were going down, and they had pretty much exhausted uh, everything that they could with it. Um, they tried to do um a relaunch, which was the Doctor Who movie, which is now the Eighth Doctor. Um, and people were kind of iffy about it because he, they kind of make up some of their own canon. Like he, at one point goes, Oh, I'm a half human, which had never been established, which has been sort of retconned. Um, and things like that. Also the way they killed the seventh doctor in that is really fucked up. Ooh. Uh, spoilers, but basically, um, <laughs> that's the seventh doctor lands in, I think like LA or something gets out of his TARDIS and gets shot up. Really? Yeah. And then he, they take his body to the hospital and he regenerates into the gorgeous eighth doctor who I would sell my soul for. Well, now <laughs> I have to look at a picture um, of him. The thing is, people weren't sure if this was canon or not until they finally uh, mentioned him in passing, showed a picture of him in the show, uh, cementing him <gasps> as canon. This man. <laughs> I know this man. Uh, just to and confusion there are some other doctor who movies basically these were retellings of doctor who and um the doctor is now actually called doctor who uh these aren't canon but they're fun to watch if you want to check so them out was the doctor not called doctor who before no no he was just the doctor he's always just been the doctor oh i missed that. i was really confused when you're like pre who after who and i was like i don't know what the fuck that means pre who means uh before the break i guess the 16 year but break. Well, the, the name of the series was always called doctor it was who. always called doctor who oh okay i got I, i'm just like there's two different eras of this show the like the old stuff that happened before the break and the new stuff that restarted in 2005 yes that's great i feel like i'm not explaining anything clearly no no, today. No, no, no. <laughs> no no you got it you got it no you're fine um I think in my anger, I deleted some of my bullet points. Hold up. Sorry. <laughs> I don't. There they are. I moved the soda away from me because I was like, maybe it's the sugar. But I had a soda yesterday when we recorded and it was not like this. Okay. So to kind of explain that. So from 1963 to 1989 is what I'm just referring to as the pre-who. That, that's all the old stuff, the stuff that was in black and white, the 70s, things like that. And then the new stuff, new who, is 2005 to current. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, a lot of what's been happening right now is um, they're kind of shaking up canon right now. Um, so we have, you know, we have the first Doctor, the second Doctor, ninth Doctor, all that. In the middle of that, we have the War Doctor, who uh, the ninth Doctor basically 
um, you know when something is so traumatic you forget it? Yes. That's basically what happened. Okay. They made themselves forget the war doctor. Because the war doctor had to commit a crime so heinous that he felt so ashamed of himself. Okay. Mm. So technically, he is the ninth doctor, but we don't call him that. He's the war doctor because he died in war and all that. And is he like, did he exist like during the break between the doctors? Basically, kind of? yes. Like he's so he, he's after eight. We established that. He's after eight. Um, kind of technically before nine. Yeah. So he's, Oh, can we call him eight and a half? Oh, yeah. Doctor yeah, eight sure. and a half. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we can do that. Why not? But yeah, he is the war doctor. Um, Currently, the one that is throwing everyone for a loop is the fugitive doctor. Oh. Oh, yeah. So in the new stuff, basically, uh, our 13th doctor runs into somebody named Ruth. And she seems to be just a normal human. But these aliens are after her. And it turns out she is actually the doctor. But she doesn't remember the 13th doctor. So if she was a new doctor, she would definitely remember the 13th doctor or any of the other carnations, but she doesn't. So what's happening is uh, it turns out that the doctor really isn't from Gallifrey. We don't know where he's from. Um, I guess also spoilers if you haven't seen that. Scene. <laughs> I what? Doc, So here's my thing about Doctor Who that I, I Doctor Who, in my opinion, the best way to consume it is in short spurts. Because there's really, really good small bits. And then when you step back and look at everything, it's, it's a, a trash fire. mess. Because yeah. it's like, if you just stop and look at the River Song Chronicles, incredible. Actually, One I of the with you. best piece of like content I've ever seen. The moment you meet her in the silent library until like she like continues to kind of show up throughout. Such a great story, such a great plot line. And then you look at River Song in any like and try and compare it to any other rest of the doctor who and try and fit her in it doesn't make sense which is so unfortunate because like it's so well done yeah um i was re-watching some episodes and some episodes i didn't like when i first watched them but now that i had some time i actually really enjoyed them um and i agree you should watch them in bursts because it's such a fun show uh but yeah a lot of people are angry because they're like oh you're missing with canon but i'm a very get rid of canon yeah if you want to change your story fucking do uh, to it. be fair canon doctor who already has a lot of plot yeah holes there's so many plot holes like what, what? you just gotta fine, extend fine. your imagination and go it makes sense somewhere <laughs> it's also it's sci-fi you gotta, like you have to accept that there are like these are real life people making this this is not like based off of facts like this is in somebody's imagination and this is the imagination of somebody through 60 years so there's gonna be fuck-ups yeah like even just like an example is like in a recent production, right? Stranger Things. The entire world was freaking out because of there's in the newest season on March 22nd, there is the skater rink scene, right? And everybody's like, wow, Will seems so despondent. Oh my God, it's Will's birthday. Will's birthday is March 22nd. The Duffer Brothers put that in season two and then forgot it by season four. And they go, oh yeah, we didn't know that was his birthday. That's not why he's sad. We just fucked up. Like they came out and said that. They're like, oopsies so, so it's like if that's like four years and they fucked up like that like 60 years let's come shit on slide so it's interesting that you said that because during the fourth doctor there was an episode called the brain of morbius where it was implied that there was actually more doctors before the first doctor that he wasn't the original but he doesn't remember them i just my brain is just keep like going to the 50th anniversary movie and being confused that like it's just like the 50th anniversary i feel like came around it's a movie you probably didn't did you watch it yeah 
I saw it in theaters. I, I hate did myself. Not, I did not. Really good though. It ha- it it's one of those ones where they brought back David Tennant. They had Matt Smith. They didn't have nine, but they did bring back four, I believe, in that movie. But the guy with the long scarf is in it. That's four, right? Yeah, sort of. So if I remember correctly, they were replaying old scenes that he was in, right? No, they have met the they have the actor come back in the very end. Like Oh yeah, they did. I yeah. completely forgot about that. They did. I my fucking brain's a shit show. I don't know why I remember it. But the thing is, in that one, they try to explain the doctor's backstory. And then these things that you're saying to me, they don't fit into that. And I'm mad. <laughs> I'm like, I finally made sense of it. Yeah, that's another thing. A lot of people are like, this is just so complicated. But it's mm-hmm. fine. It's whatever. It's sci-fi. Yeah. It happens. And then there's also the John Hurt doctor. Yeah, that's if the we, war doctor. We have we already... Oh, that's what he's. That's War Doctor. Oh, I just call him John Hurt. Oh, wait. Ashley, sorry. I feel like once you've established that the doctor can forget some of his past selves, that just opens the door to this. Like, exactly. He is in, what do you call it? Uh, unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. Um, what he says in one season might not be true in the next season. It might not be true in the season after. Like, he, he's an alien. Uh, they go... That's all you need to know. He doesn't work like regular humans. He has a telephone booth that goes through time and space. Well, <laughs> you can get over that hump. You and can get over this the hump. Inside, like, See, yes. that's why I fucking love the 50th anniversary. It's such a good, like, deep lore Doctor Who, mm-hmm. but, like, it's fun. surface stuff, which is, like, part of the thing. Do you know why it's a telephone booth, Ashley? Steffi, do you know? Uh, yeah, I was going to get to that later. Oh, actually, that was going to be the first thing I got to, but it was kind of interrupted. Okay, go. What is uh, it? I'm not there yet, actually, because oh, okay. I wanted to still discuss this. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if I sound mean. I just like missing with Sarah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the brain of Morbius, there was a mistake where it basically implied that, you know, the doctor has more identities that he doesn't know about. So they got that mistake and made it canon in the new stuff. So now mm. we have this whole other thread because... One of the rules that they had set up is, oh, the Doctor can only have 13 regenerations. Well, we're way past that now. And this show is still fairly popular. So we're breaking the rules. We're going back to an old era made back in the day. And now we have uh, new rules. And I love that. I think that's actually really fun and fascinating. For the TARDIS, do you know what TARDIS stands for, Sarah? Time and relative dimensions in space. You get an A plus wow. today, my boo. I repeat, I have not watched this show since I was in college. I don't know how I remember this song. <laughs> I think you're on a brain trip right now. That's why you're going a little it's nuts. The sugar. It's I the think sugar. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen you like this in a while, and it's really it's fascinating. Nice. I miss it. Yeah. I miss um, being this. What's youthful. in that, Doctor Pepper? Uh, <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> <I know. laughs> T Rex. Do you guys want me to talk about the TARDIS now? Because we might as well. Uh, Okay, so as Sarah said, time and relative dimension in space. It is the Doctor's spaceship. Uh, (laughs) So one of the abilities of the Gallifreyan spaceships is they have a chameleon circuit, which means they can change their shape to fit whatever they land. Because you know they time travel, they just can't show up to like the 1900s in some random spaceship. So it changes into what it needs. Well, the Doctor ship changed to a 1960s police box and it just got stuck and he never bothered fixing it. The, <laughs> I feel like when you were it. introducing characters earlier, I was expecting you to introduce the TARDIS as well, a character. Well, because I wanted to talk about the TARDIS on its own because I think she's a whole interesting yeah. character. So, like, I, <laughs> there is 
like the TARDIS is a character, mm-hmm. 112%. Absolutely. Which is like, again, I'm going to go back to River Song because I love her so much, which is when River Song shows up and like the whole premise of River Song if somebody's never ex- enjoyed Doctor Who is that the day you meet her, this is spoilers, but I don't give a shit. It's Doctor Who. What do you expect? The day you meet, <laughs> the episode you meet River Song, she shows up and she goes, hey, sweetie, like kisses him basically on the cheek, metaphorically, pulls out a diary and goes, where are we at? And he goes, who are you? And she goes, oh my God, you're so young. And, and he's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm like thousands of years old. And she's like, no, you're the youngest I've ever seen you. And so she pulls out a screwdriver, which is his like main uh, fixing tool. And then she pulls out this binder that looks like the TARDIS. And it's like, she goes, oh, so I just met you. And you, this is your first time ever meeting me. Weird. And then she dies. And so you find out... And then, like, the day that, like, and then later on, you find out that the day that River meets the doctor is the day that he dies. And there's this whole thing where their entire relationship is them crossing over this timeline timeline, as they're passing in opposite directions. And it's so fucking great. But that's so fun about it is that she shows up and she knows how to work the TARDIS. Mm -hmm. And he's like, who the fuck are you? Because I don't even know how. Like, she goes, yeah, you know that noise it makes? The parking brakes are on. And it's just like the stupidest shit. And he goes, just like how it sounds. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Oh, my gosh. There's so much to be say about the TARDIS. But one of the main things is it's bigger on the inside. Uh, So there's always this running joke like, oh, I can't wait for them to say it. I can't wait for them to say it. And I think one of my favorite uh, turnarounds is somebody just like, oh, it's smaller on the outside. (laughs) And I don't know why, but I laughed like a solid minute when I heard that one. But yeah, it's big on the inside. It tra- travels through time and space. Uh, the thing is, the TARDIS does have a mind of its own. She is a little feisty. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to go somewhere. She will not. If she wants to go somewhere else, she is taking you there. Uh, and there is an episode written by Neil Gaiman. Neil where, Gaiman is incredible. Yes. <laughs> where um, the soul of the TARDIS is actually um, put in the side of a dying woman, basically. This really beautiful woman. And it's so funny because Amy Pond is like... Doctor, did you wish really, really hard for this? <laughs> yeah. Because the way the running joke throughout the show is that the doctor only loves one other thing other than himself, and that's his TARDIS. His TARDIS is his true love. And the fact that's now in a talking person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this why you don't like River? No, I love River. Okay. I've cosplayed as River. You said that you had issues with their relationship. I do. Okay. I can love something and have some critical things to say about it. Okay. I was just checking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, in that, you know, they kind of start having a little fight at one point, like, oh, you know, you never take me where I want to go. And she goes, but I always take you where, where you, you need, need to, to be. Go. Yep. And it's like, oh, I love her. So we mm-hmm. get to actually hear from the TARDIS for once. And I thought that was a really, really sweet episode. Also, she was a really gorgeous woman who, whew. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sh- like, I'm sure there was already fan fiction of the TARDIS and the Doctor beforehand. Definitely after. (laughs) I remember one of the first conversations like me and you had about fan fiction was about Doctor Who. And I was like, oh, I have fan fiction for anything, which I try to like boast for myself a little bit. Being like, if you need fan fiction, come to me. I'll get you something. And Stephanie goes, I want this. And I go, I don't have any, but my friend might. Because you want to know who else really likes that? Gabe. Gabe. So I want to go ahead and talk about what I was asking for. So the 10th Doctor, David Tennant, um, (laughs) There is basically two of him now. And oh, Ruth. 
No, 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 no. Okay. Two tenth doctors. Okay, okay. Yeah, so this is way before that. Um, and there's also parallel universes. Is this where this next movie's going? Because I've seen clips of it being filmed. I don't know. Because there's there's behind the scenes photos and Donna and David Tennant are I, back. I, I don't know anything about it. I'm just trying to be a fan. Spoiler, sorry. Yeah. But basically, the doctor, um, he had his arm chopped off, and then that arm turned into another doctor. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> but then that new doctor, who's still the 10th, let's say 10-2. That's what we call him. 10-2. 10-2. Then commits a heinous war crime. And they're like, well, what do we do with this guy? We'll stick him in the parallel universe with Rose. And Rose is like, no, I want to be with you. She's like, well, now you have this other doctor that you can be with. And so now. That's so weird. Yeah. It's the most heart-wrenching television to watch as a teenager. It sounds ridiculous, but I was bawling. <laughs> well, it's like, the, do, you, do you remember that episode where I they do. got separated? Well, I, I remember the Rose arc now that you're saying it. I didn't realize. it's It's been a while, you guys. Yeah, I, somehow I still remember. <laughs> uh, nothing I'm saying makes sense. I'm sorry. You just need to watch a show. I, I guarantee it's going to be a fun time. It'll be a weird time, but it'll be a fun time. It's not a great TV, but is it a fun TV? A hundred percent. And it's like, it, the best part about Doctor Who, which is, I'm going to say a sentence here in a bit, but the best part about Doctor Who is because he is a time-traveling space lord, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. I just had a little Isn't baby a bird. Time lord? Time lord. Yeah, yeah time lord. What'd I say? Space lord. Eh. <laughs> time <thing>. lord. <laughs> but that is why in early 2000s, Tumblr world, there's a very popular ship that we've brought up before called Super Who Lock which was mixing Sherlock, Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and Supernatural together. The chokehold mm-hmm. Doctor Who had on early Tumblr is it's immense. I was an early Tumblr kid. Like, I tell? was a Tumblr kid. So, like, that's, like, I watched Doctor Who, I watched Merlin, I watched all of those shows because I kept seeing gifts of it on Tumblr. So, to move on from that, yeah, so there is years to discuss, and I apologize for being all over the place. My notes kind of got rearranged during this um one of the other things i did want to talk a little bit uh, about trivia how much time do we have jaron uh you got about five a little over five minutes all right yeah then let's skip to the trivia so um before we get to that i just want to say if you love sci-fi if you love time traveling check it out i I, like i said it's not it's it's can be sci-fi it doesn't take itself too seriously sometimes it does but it's always always fun Sometimes it hurts in the best way. If you could recommend an episode to watch. I always recommend the same goddamn episode. Which episode? And it is, one second, I forgot the name of it. (laughs) (laughs) Someone with the Weeping Angels. Oh. Weeping. Uh, Don't look? Don't blink, thank you. Don't blink. So yeah. don't, um, that's so interesting because the doctor's barely in that episode. Yeah, which is fascinating. Okay, I, I know the doctor is hardly in this episode, but if you want to see peak Doctor Who of being like time travel fun, wibbly wobbly, as he says, this is a great episode because it's a mm. lot of time travel fun. It's very creepy. I remember I was just enthralled with this episode. I show it to everybody to get mm-hmm. them hooked on the show. This is a great episode to start with. The, or, uh, here I am. Or I say, just go ahead, start with a ninth doctor. Mm. That So what happened with me was um, I actually started the ninth doctor while the 10th doctor was airing. So I was really confused what the fuck was going on. Mm. <laughs> but I was like, oh, um, uh, the sci-fi channel was re-airing the first episodes. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. It's like 3 a.m. 
I should go to sleep, but I don't want to. So I'm going to watch this episode. And he has a speech about being like the center of the universe and you can feel the movement of the planets. I was hooked from mm-hmm. that moment. That speech just like grabbed my soul. And I'm like, this is all I care about. I binge watched everything. I researched everything that I could. I tried to figure out why there were two different doctors. Yeah. yeah. And then I found out there was whole like years of worth of old episodes. And I just, ah, uh, felt so good. See, I would say watch the Van Gogh episode. It, That's a good one. It's maybe that one. It's a little bit out there, but it's the, the best thing about Doctor Who is despite him being an alien that travels time and explores the galaxy his number one message is you're important it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing if you're just living your life and doing your job and going to work and taking care of your kids you are important and like it's the different ways that he says that throughout the series every single one of them is like makes you want to cry like if you're having a bad day just like go and look up doctor who tells you you're doing great because (laughs) like even there's an episode with james gordon before he was like james gordon 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 and like that episode was also it was a very like here's a dad who's taking care of his kids now watch him help save the world and like how important he is and i think there's like a moment with donna too or like somebody who's like my life is as important it's just god it's so good Mm -hmm. but uh silence library episode one and two is a really good Mm -hmm. um, one okay and that was also weird. It's very campy at parts, especially what happens with Dawn. It's like, okay, that's weird. Um, Ashley, what's some episodes you might recommend that you liked? Do you remember any? <sighs> I mean, the where we first learn what the silence is. I really oh. love that one. Yeah. I thought that one was just a fantastic. I mean, the Weeping Angels is always, I mm-hmm. think, just perfect, classic uh, Doctor Who. Um. I mean, I really enjoyed the intro to 10. I think that mm-hmm. first episode mm. was like, hey, people, like, welcome to Doctor Who. And I, yeah, I believe, like, yeah, like, 11 was the big, like, the big one, I feel like. But 10 was the Doctor for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Like, I like I love 9, but 10 is where it really, I feel like, started to take off. Because he was just so happy and charismatic and fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. The rock star I, Doctor. Yeah. My favorite thing about that episode you mentioned, and I never not forget about it, is at the very end, like there's this whole issue with the prime minister and he's not she's not supporting the doctor as she needed to. And she kind of like risked the health and safety of the entire world. And he ruins her entire career with an entire with one sentence. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where he goes, doesn't she look look, tired? Yeah. Doesn't she look a little tired? And he says that to the press and then it just her her assistant. Oh, her assistant. And it's just snowballs. And it's just like, and it's so incredible because she thinks that she's untouchable. And it's just like that one, like, it's just like the power he has. And like, he's just so clever. Yeah. He doesn't even want to kill things. Like if he can avoid that, he's going to try except Daleks. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I mean, he has um, reason. So <laughs> I wanted, really wanted to mention this because it's my favorite bit, a bit of tri- uh, trivia. So David Tennant is the 10th doctor. Yeah. His favorite doctor. Oh my God, I love this trivia so much. Sorry, continue. I'm moving my mic away. I won't say anything. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was hoping you were going to bring it up. I was hoping you were going to bring it up. Do you want to know why I stand David Tennant? That man writes fan fiction. No joke. 
<laughs> I will say, I'll start this off by saying David Tennant is the ultimate fanboy. He is living every fanboy's dream. So, Ashley, did you know <laughs> that David Tennant's favorite doctor was the fifth doctor, Peter Davison? I did not know that. Did you know that he wrote fan fiction about Doctor Who and then sent it to him in the mail? Actually, that's not what I was talking about. But he did do that. That's pretty funny. I didn't Um, know that either. During David Tennant's run, there's an episode called The Doctor's Daughter, where they basically clone the doctor and he has basically a daughter. So um, she is played by uh, Peter Davison's daughter, Georgia. Which doctor did they clone? The 10th doctor. Okay. So David clone, Tennant. The cloning, yes. I was, like, I wrote this down because I knew that it was going to be a little confusing. Okay. So the 10th Doctor is being cloned. Right. And he makes uh, Jenny, who's the character, who is played by Georgia, who is the daughter of real-life uh, actor Peter Davison, yep. who played the, the fifth, fifth doctor, doctor. His favorite Doctor. Uh, okay, got that part. I'm, I'm here. Okay, David Tennant <laughs> then goes on to marry Georgia in real life. Ultimate fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> It's my favorite. Wow. Not, not only that, Georgia had a kid before David Tennant. Uh, his name was Ty. And his favorite doctor was actually David Tennant's doctor. And now his, that's his dad. Oh, my God. But yeah, so <laughs> wow. David Tennant married the daughter of his favorite doctor who plays his daughter. For whatever reason, I know that's not wrong, but it sounds kind of wrong. It yeah. sounds absolutely wrong. Oh, it sounds kind of wrong in that way that it always goes on the show. Can you imagine their Christmases of them sitting around the table like, ah, remember when I was Doctor Who and remember when you were Doctor Who and remember when you were my daughter in Doctor Who? <laughs> and remember that you are my daughter and I was Doctor Who? Um, I also want to mention, because I brought something else up when... Um, uh, Ashley was talking about Kate Bush, how she was like the Madonna of um, of the UK. Well, I want to talk about the Britney Spears of the UK, who was fucking Billy Piper, who plays Rose Tyler in the show. Before her uh, big worldwide fame of Doctor Who, she was a pop singer, and she was huge over there. She had uh, um, a huge song called Honey to the Bee, and it's the most pop music ever. Like, I if I was it. to make a parody of Britney Spears, it would be this Fucking music. Fucking Christ, means, I know this song. That, that being said, I love her music and I listen to it daily oh still. Oh my God, <laughs> I need to listen Didn't to it Didn't this go viral on TikTok for a little bit? I don't know. Probably. Oh my God. But yeah, but it's called Honey to the Bee. Um, not only that, a lot of the doctors were also fans. Like, um, what was his name? He was the 12th doctor, uh, Peter Capaldi. He actually was in the newspaper for being such a huge fan of Doctor Who. Also, <laughs> to just makes it even more computer confusing, Peter Capaldi was in an episode with the Ninth Doctor. Was it Ninth or Tenth, tenth doctor? doctor? Tenth Doctor. He was in an episode uh, years ago just as like a random like dad. Dude and a dad. He was he in was, the Pompeii episode. Yeah, he was in the Pompeii episode. It's just randomly. And then later he got cast as the Doctor. Uh, yeah, actually a lot of characters who were just like one-offs became like characters later on. Like um, Mickey. No, not Mickey. Um, Amy Pond. She was also in the Pompeii episode as just one of the volcano maidens. Did not know oh. that. Yeah, she was in uh, Karen Gillian. Yeah, Karen Gillian, yeah. who is in Guardians of the Galaxy. If anybody, <laughs> yeah, she was in that episode know. too. It came back later as came back later as um, you know um, Martha. Um, so in Torchwood, uh, Gwen was also a character in the Ninth Doctor's mm, run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's just. 
BUK uses the same 10 actors. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. like Gwen that much. Like, I never enjoyed Gwen. I really was a fan of, uh, I don't know. Yonto. Watch Doctor Who. <laughs> Watch Doctor Who. That's the, that's the moral of the story. Okay. If you just need a good, like, background show, you don't need to pay attention. Yeah. Because the, the hard plot is not that hard to follow. You just ignore it. But it is, <laughs> but it is fun, fun and witty writing. It can be. It you really, know? really can be. Um, with that, I want to say sorry for the all over the place. I did have an outline in a window. A window. Yeah, no, I'm sorry <laughs> that I forgot my love of Doctor Who until this moment, and I don't even want to watch it again. I just am like tapping into high school I Sarah right now. The whole series, not even like maybe six that's ago. what happened. We just tapped into high school Sarah. Yeah. I think you did. I think you you absolutely like. I just was transported spirit, body, and mind to high school Sarah. Yeah. All right, final words, Sarah Weems. Um, you should watch Doctor Who. Uh, apparently there's good fan fiction. I didn't really get into it. I was more of a canonical person in this realm uh, because the, st- the song of, like, River Song. Just anything with River Song. Go watch short little bits. Uh, it's heartbreaking. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, the fandom is incredibly open, I feel like. They're not very toxic like some other sci-fi fandoms. I do feel like the Doctor Who fandom isn't, like as crazy as some of the other sci-fi fans. Like, I, I feel like yeah, there's little bits and bobs, but like compared to Star Trek or Star Wars, not toxic at all. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's because Doctor Who is so zany that like, and there's so many doctors, and it's like, when did you get into it? Have you seen stuff? For, it's more of like a conversation piece than it can be for anything. It's not like, oh my god, this is canon. If you don't believe this, then. You're not in the group anymore. I also feel like it's really hard to be like, you haven't seen a, you haven't seen the prequels of Star Wars. You're such a, I hate you that. don't know anything, but you haven't seen the secret archived footage that hard to watch. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> what could it have been? Well, keep it in general. It's just bad. Okay, yeah. Let's just all agree. Yeah. Um, Ashley, do you have any other final words about Doctor Who? Um, I only have the final word of uh, we never talked about the screwdriver too much. God damn it! I have that in my notes. Um, Oopsie! It's I my fault. Also, think that's a really fun little bit um, that it's always brought up uh, that Doctor Who is this powerful time lord and he has this magic screwdriver that just goes. Uh, here's a list of things I wanted to talk about: the sonic screwdriver, the master, more into the Daleks, Cybermen. <laughs> <laughs> the Cyberman. The face of Bo. The face of Bo. I I'm sorry. It just there's so much to talk about. <laughs> it's it's a lot. I think it, it trying to pack everything into one episode is a lot, but you did a really good job of just trying to get trying? us through. Sorry. Yeah. I will say that. Like that was like my last word was the Scott we have to say something about the Sonic Screwdriver. It exists. It's wild. When I first saw it, I was like, the fuck is that? And then everyone told me. And then now I'm into it. And I'm like, yeah, obviously, it's like super cool. But do you remember the first time you saw it? And you're like, what? Also, (laughs) just remember. Also, the fact they fucking call it a screwdriver. You don't have any other creativity in your bone. You call it after something that already exists. I like that. No, I do too. It's a screwdriver. And it's the whole purpose of it. So you can open doors and not doors not be a problem. And it's a great gimmick. Also, psychic paper. We didn't discuss psychic paper. Psychic paper's great. Like, when I mentioned River Song, River Song's main way to communicate with the doctor is via psychic paper, which is why they always have issues and, like, meet at the wrong time because, like, 
she doesn't know when she's sending that. Mm-hmm. Or also the the time that they meet for the first time is because she goes to the first cave wall writing on the wall. <laughs> so what it is, is they're traveling back in time to the oldest known record of writing. And it's really way high up. And uh, the doctor's like, oh, we have a translator with a TARDIS, blah, blah, blah. He's like, let's go see what it says. And they go, and it just says, hello, sweetie. Yeah. And, it's so funny. and it's just a river. Yeah. It's it's great. Um, also, Doctor Who's really great because there is, like, any problem that a normal show would have is resolved by the TARDIS or the Doctor. Like, they just they're, they they just have the ultimate trump card. They're like, Psh, psychic paper, Psh, sonic screwdriver, Psh, the TARDIS can translate any language. Psh. They always save like, the day. That is, you know, mm-hmm. it's a fun little show. Like, it's it's campy yeah it is Uh, also the director of heartstopper directed several episodes of uh doctor who my final words is that look doctor Doctor who is weird it's silly it's dumb and it's one of my favorite things in the world as we're on our road to cancellation i just really wanted to at least have one episode dedicated to it um sorry if i ruined it it's fine (laughs) i love you so much i don't care um i had fun (laughs) <laughs> it was actually it just was wild funny. to see. It was so funny. Oh. Me and Zoe were just like, like what, what, is, what is up with Sarah right now? Um, Can you imagine that this, I used to have this energy all the time and then no. I became an adult and I have jobs and responsibilities. What, what's wild to me is that you're the calm one of your family. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. Terrifying. Um, the thing is, Come to RTX, meet my whole family. <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, this was a toss-up between Doctor Who or Stargate. And as much as I love Stargate, if I was going to do one episode, it, it felt like it had to be Doctor Who because this was such a core to who I was. So it was Stargate, but in a different way. I feel like Stargate was more of a personal thing, whereas Doctor Who was something that I shared with a lot of people. And I, I just love it so much. It's so dumb in the most best way. Like when I say dumb, I mean affectionately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I really, really recommend at least watching something of it. Like I said, the, uh, Don't Blink is a great episode on its own. It's just a beautiful episode. Doc, Don't Blink is basically a horror film. Just like, yeah, just by itself. Um, with that, I will also say we have merch. So before Woo-hoo-hoo! we get canceled or yes. not, which we probably will, check out our merch. It says, warning, lemon. And yes. we have a cute little pink cat with a little lemon on it. Um, with that, I got nothing else, ladies. Um, I don't know who I became this episode. Thank you for bearing with me. <laughs> but also, like, if any, like, tweet us uh, at social media OT3, and we'll talk about more about Doctor Who if you want. Yes. Hell yeah. Come to All the right. comments. All Bye, that. everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.